Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the amazing Jamie Iglesias, and back again for the second time, the magic man himself, Murph Meyer. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You know, it's on Instagram, Work Inspectors Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok. Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives.gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Jalen Dube, how we doing? Bay, bay. You want me on that wall. You need me on that Damn wall. Damn it, I want you to click the video. Nice. Uh, Jame, can you handle the truth? I think so. All right, very nice. Well, speaking of handling the truth, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working Perspectives. Exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode every Tuesday. Your day can transform while we So check out our vibe and how we get live. Then do us a solid. Share and subscribe. Would you share it? Would you share it? Would you share it? Working perspectives. All right, on the show today, we have the host and proprietor of the Weekly Dose, part of the Murph Meyer Self-Medicated Podcast. It can be found on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Murph Meyer Self-Medicated, the Weekly Dose. I absolutely, I love this show, its origination. I love the new Weekly Dose. I love everything about this guy. The last time he was a guest on the Tuesday show, it was the sixth ever episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast that aired January 26th of 2021. Oh, it is born yet. Yep, it is current. We are currently I'm I'm dating us, but this week we aired the 230th episode. So for him, he's been, you know, he's been he's been with us since early doors. He's been a ride or die for the show since day one. I I fucking love the shit out of this guy. I've seen him pull a hamstring on 20th and Fairmount. I've seen him be an animal and be a stud. I'm super excited to see his journey and where he's come from and what he's doing for the harm reduction movement. He's an amazing friend and an amazing human being. Murph, thank you so much for being on the show. Before we get started, I would just like to ask, what movie do you think is better? The Godfather Part 1 or The Godfather Part 2? One. Wow. Yeah, he's a smart guy. You know, when you were on here, 
I I re-listened to your original episode, which is available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. It aired January 26th of 2021. Uh, I had, The question I asked you, the co-host on that show was Shake, if you Shake, remember. That's right. Oh, I yeah. Yeah, sure. You were you were one of the illustrious. If you were on one of the Shake episodes, that was early doors, baby. Whoa! Yes, it was. It yeah, was wild west. Oh, sure was. We were on ZenCaster. No video. It was great. Great That's stuff. Men were men. Yeah, women were also men. But the Sheep question, were damn scared. So. Yeah, the question I asked you then was, what did you think of? Uh, have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? And what do you think of that piece of shit movie? And we just went on off on a whole tangent. About, I you thought know. you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say you asked me about Godfather one and two, and I said two. I was like, I wonder if I'm if I'm trying to I'm trying to you know uh, play both sides of it. I mean, but, you know, I, I don't mean, two think years, twenty twenty one. I was a different person. I mean, I might have I mean, said Godfather the world was, was a different place yet. back then. Are you kidding me? We were so young. Oh my god, we were young. We were naked. It was an incredible time. An incredible time to be alive. Shake was on the show. Uh, what about Cheetos, Murph? Crunchy or puffed? Oh, man, alive. You know, I'm going to go crunchy. Damn it's right like, you are. You're damn right you are. You wonder why? Because you're an American. You're a yeah. goddamn American. Also, if I'm going Cheetos, like brand Cheetos, mm. if I'm going to go off, I like Jack's, if you remember. Sure. I mean, sure. Yeah, they're, they're I've, I'm, I've been poor for a long time. I know Jack's. Yeah. Jacks Everybody, for dinner. Oh, Jacks is a time. <laughs> a bag of Jacks and a pretzel and some gummy bears. It's a good night, baby. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? You are flying high. Oh man. Oh baby. What about uh pancakes or waffles? Oh, give me some give me some uh some flapjacks, I'd say. You look like you know what? You do have the lumberjack feel going for you, so I I automatically assume flapjack. Yeah, at a you're, truck stop. Truck stop flapjacks. Yeah, you're living in the northwest. You love flannel. You have a beard to die for. I mean, you scream flapjack. You're screaming it, you know? Now, do you ever cook? What are they? What, what you got? Johnny cakes, flapjacks. What's the region, regional? Hot cakes. Hot cakes. Or, Hot yeah, cakes I, and I sausage. Prep, but. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, Johnny cakes is from the gay guy from Sopranos, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. But is was it ever Johnny cakes before that or no? That was just that was a Sopranos thing. I don't know. I've never, never. heard of Johnny cakes before. No, that's a that's a straight. You know, I, I don't see anybody ordering that with a straight face anywhere. Sure. Sure. Or a straight, you know, orientation. That's right. right. No, yeah. no straight people. Are ordering. <laughs> yeah. Uh, OK. <laughs> uh, Bill Murray or Chevy Chase. Oh, man. They're both fucking dick bags. And I IRL. as far what as is, what as far is as this performers, as far as performers, I'm going Bill. Murray. What is but what? I didn't know. Bill Murray was a dick bag. Every, yeah. I've, heard, I've just heard I mean, that he, do, he does his like uh, you know surprise things for people and whatnot. I guess like all people are like oh I was at a urinal at a Cubs game or something and Bill Murray like whispered shit in my ear or whatever that you know whatever his, yeah, he fucks yeah. with people yeah yeah my, I have friends who are friends of the of the family but I'm not I'm not I won't spill any tea and say any names okay. but yeah just in in real life it's hard to be at the top of your game in Hollywood and be a, a you know a, a a a family person or a real human being it takes a part of your soul whatever you know True. so I don't know. but True. as far as performers I'm going Bill Murray right same same I can see that plus two man like you know he's been so famous for so long you mm-hmm. know he's Bill yep. fucking he's Bill fucking Murray yeah yeah yeah, yeah. a list a plus oh the a of the a you know mm-hmm. and then okay last question when it when it comes to eating wing are you mm-hmm. drums or are you flats oh boy i'm drums i'm yeah I'm bringing it home baby drums all day drums those all flats day. Are, are are funky you know you start yeah. peeling apart it's like yeah you really got to get in the tendon you got to enjoy tendons i think mm-hmm. i couldn't could not agree more your friend benoit putkase burn podcasty the bad boy he's a flats 
He's a flat man. He's a flat man. He's a flat man. He's a lot like the scatman. He's the 44 flatman. Yeah. That's why we're always buddies at eating wings. You know what I mean? We just, we we know where our lines are drawn. We sit down together. One beer, two straws. He takes the flats. I take the drums. Dude, I'm telling you, honestly, I really think that that's like my wife, same thing. Me and Pete, Pete's a flat, right? And we used to do at the, remember Adobe Cafe, Mitchell Street, Maniunk? They used uh, to have a Adobe Cafe, yes. Oh, they used to have a special where you could get like a pitcher of Coors Light and like a pound of wings for like $10. And we used to go in there on like, you know, football Sundays and just crush wings and beer. It was an incredible time to be alive. But he was a drum and I, or he was a, fl- a flat and I was a drum. And that's how it went. It's like the and perfect match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. soulmates. Soulmates. Absolutely. So, all right, let's keep it moving. I want to talk about this real quick. Like I said at the top of the show, uh, Murph Meyer self-medicated on all platforms and YouTube. We have the Weekly Dose podcast. I'm loving what you're doing. You're still bringing light to the harm reduction movement. You have some great, great guests on the show, including Chris Gathard, John Gabris, Tim Casey, you know, like really, really, really doing a great job. Love your show. Love listening to it. Love what you're doing. Uh, but give us a little synopsis of what you got going on with the weekly dose. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, it's just a lot of topical drug related stories in the news. Yeah, there's a lot, you know, a lot, a lot of uh, fear mongering, a lot of fentanyl mm-hmm. fever out there. People oh, are losing their minds. So I mm-hmm. like to bring a little bit of uh, both levity, but also giving kind of a, a different, yeah. uh, different take than you, you might get elsewhere in some of these. Yeah. You know, overdose, addiction, opioid crisis, all. Of them. Yeah. I can't believe you're able to get James Lipton on the show every week. It's incredible. I mean, look, it's you know, look, he's, he's demanding. It's not easy to get him week in and week out. But he yeah, but you nail it. I mean, he's there every time and he nails it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really honestly I got you. You've really put and I'm so proud of you for this, too. You've really put your heart into a lot of these episodes, especially early on. Like, I, I'll tell you, man, I almost lost it when you had your mom on, you know, and you told her yeah. the story about that lady, bro. It, it, I was like, dude, I was it one takes an incredible amount of courage to do that, you know, and that's like that's a tough story to tell regardless let alone with your mom there. And I loved your mom said, like, I would have fucking killed this lady. Yes. Yeah, I would have fucking killed this lady. But, you know, and it's, you know, that story, it's as much as it's tragic, you did bring some brevity to it, like you said. But it's also your awareness, man. Awareness. It got, you know, and I'm not trying to make light of your story and, and you know, trying to spill your beans. But it's just, you know, that, that kind of thing. It happens and it's, uh, you know, it needs to be talked about. But you did it, I feel, in like a very courageous but very... Uh, comfort as comfortable it can be talked about. You you did it, you know, Thanks, and yeah, of course, man. I love that. I also, you know, I listened. Yeah, Gaberson, Gethard, of course, TC. Love TC. You oh, know, yeah. I've been, but I've been really digging the weekly dose because it's it's you segment it out really well. I love, you know, I love what you're doing with the segments. You make it quick. It's it's sharp. It's fun, and you get a lot of topical stuff in there. I really, I, I think it's a great time. Definitely a great listen. Thanks, brother. I also uh, I, I do some uh, the throwback for PSAs. There's 
uh, you know, I, I, I dug up a, there's a treasure trove of like anti-drug PSAs from the eighties and, and yeah. early nineties. Oh my God. Them. I love old PSAs. Oh, so so, yeah. There, there, there are some outrageous, they're very fun. So, you know, we get to watch them with the guests, get, get, you know, riff off of them and everything. There's yeah. plenty of material yeah. there. Did, didn't the one you did with Gabrus, didn't, the, didn't you do the one with the egg and this is your, which one did, who did you do? Like this oh, is your I brain, remember which one I did this is your Gavis. brain on drugs. Yeah. That's you the did classic that with one. Someone. I, yeah. The yeah. 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 The old, the old chick who does it. Oh, Shannon Doherty. Moana? Shannon Doherty. Is that who it is? Or there was like Moana? a re uh, yeah, there was a reboot of that one. They yeah. brought that one back. Yeah. The, yeah. She like freaks out. It's like, this is what does your family. She smashes all the dishes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a bad yes. that oh, one. And, uh, like, they were like, oh, the fried egg wasn't enough. We need, we need, yeah. to, we need a tantrum. People didn't get it. They're like, your brain gets fucked. I'm like, I don't give a shit about my brain. They're like, all right, well then let's, what happens after that? Yeah. yeah. It was like that one broke. and the inflatable girl one. They were the mm-hmm. best. The one yeah. where she's oh, like yeah. deflated on the couch and the dog's like, yeah. oh, don't you play with me anymore. Oh, <laughs> like, my this is God. no air inside of me. Leave me alone. I remember yeah. that one. That was so great. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Murph, what would you say is like, dude, that's a great one. What, uh, uh, you wanted to, uh, another one you were going to say too. I, I interrupted you, but one of the other segments. No, there's a, well, there's, there's some great ones. Uh, there's one, I love there's the one call of a, line too. a doctor. The weed ones are always really, really fun. Uh, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a, the one with a surgeon, this, this guy's going over for surgery and his, his doctor's like smoking weed in the operating room. That's a very silly. And you're just like, yeah. So, you know, don't, if you're a surgeon, don't smoke weed, right? As you're literally in the operating room, standing over the patient, confusing what, what procedures being done. That's, I don't know who that's for or what that's supposed to, what that's supposed to deter that's people. A, if your doctor is getting high PSA. Like, yes, that's right. You know. There's a lot you of things say you no want to your doctor doing. Like Just right say moments no. before surgery. Yeah, you, you wouldn't want him doing a lot of other than just yeah. getting ready to cut you open. Just, just <laughs> yeah, so if, you know, yeah, your doctors, your teachers, they're getting high and drunk all the time. Yeah. If your surgeon <laughs> leads in to you and goes, hey, 20 to 1 odds I can do this left-handed. I go, no, 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 I don't want that. Please don't do <laughs> oh, it. No, I'd rather not. Yes. Yeah. You're not Larry Bird. I don't need this. You're like, put out that joint. And <laughs> operate with the hand, you know, with, with, yeah. with, with, with but uh, when this is over, me and you go 50 50 on those uh methadone hits we get. Yay, but, uh, I would love that. Cards. All right, Doc, calm down. Yeah, hey, Doc, how about a couple extra, you know, perkies here for me? What do you say? Uh, nice, <laughs> but too, I love too, you have a uh, a phone number you can call and people leave you voicemails. Yeah, four four three MK Ultra is the uh, is the number is the phone four, number. So anyone, four, yeah, four three MK MK Ultra. And what I've are you called, looking for on that? I've voicemail? called and left a voicemail. Anything and everything you did, Lavelle. Anything, anything you want. It's I mean, generally about you know drugs and the people who use them, but you know that can go any any direction that you want it to go. So yeah, it's fun. Questions, call, comments, yeah. that boy up. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Get, get weird, man. Get weird. <laughs> Yeah. People just sending bong rips, just like like thirty seconds of just. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if these. Are... I mean, I'm like, what is this? Fucking nineteen ninety six? What's going on? Have you Smart. ever seen uh, people smoke other drugs than weed out of a bong? Yeah, I mean these dabs. Uh, I mean, like bong, like you know, makeshift type bongs, not like the big like three foot. No, like you know, like bottom. a glass bong, but not weed. Or not anything THC related. Yeah, what I mean, but you seen people smoke crystal meth out of those things, Justin? Yeah. So one time I walk into this kid's house and he's ripping a bomb, and I was like, "Oh, sick! Like, love to do that." And then my buddy like elbows me. He's like, "No, you don't." I was like, "Why?" He's like, "He's smoking crack." And I was like, "Didn't even know he could smoke crack out of a bomb." And yeah. there's water in it, you know, and it's a nice bomb. Yeah, the water helps it go down, but that you, you start Ooh. get you fill that whole chamber up, you're gonna be. <laughs> I was like. 
Oh, I don't, I don't want to try that bong. This yeah, is the no first worries. bong I haven't wanted to try. I didn't even know you could smoke crack out of a bong. I've learned yeah. so much today already. Murph, have you ever gone down that road, the crack road? Oh yeah, yeah, I've smoked plenty. Yeah. Oh, you have? Oh. Yeah, Murph's not, Murph, out of, not out of a bong. Murph, right. uh, Murph categorizes himself as a recovering addict and current alcoholic. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I used to use heroin. You know, the labels are very, very interesting. A lot of people go the, you know, the sober route, saying I, I'm you know, completely abstinent of, of anything I used to use. So that, that's not really my jam. So I just, I don't really use heroin anymore. I, I had a rough time with heroin. So I, I, sure. I, I stay away from the opioids in general, but same. I enjoy uh, booze and, and weed and psychedelics. and Sure. As you should. Family, you know, yeah. uh, my favorite, I, I like mushroom. Good acid is good, but I, I haven't had good acid in a long time, but I've had good mushrooms. I mushroom chocolates. I've been having out here. Very really. Good. What's the, uh, what's the psychedelic scene out there? Like, do they have good head shops and stuff? Yeah. Well, they opened a, they had a place. Uh, they tried to do a, like a pop-up shop where they were just selling shrooms and it got shut down. But after it took like a week, cause out here they, they have measure one ten, So they decriminalized all uh, possession. Uh, when you say out here, you're saying you're uh, for everyone listening. Portland, if you don't Oregon, know, he's in Portland or, Oregon. Yep. Sorry. Go ahead, yeah. Murph. I interrupted you. Yeah. The, so the state of Oregon uh, uh, it was the first state in the country to to, to decriminalize possession. So they, they had Measure One Ten. So it's it's uh, and, and they also have this uh, another uh, law that passed where they're they're getting into like psychedelics as therapeutics and whatnot. So there's a lot of a lot of opportunities for people growing mushrooms and stuff out here. But they just did like a pop up shop that certainly was not legal, and it was like the local news kept just being like, yeah. So there's lines around the block again at this place. And uh, after like a week, they finally shut down. Damn. I love to that like Oregon's experimenting, though. You know what I mean? They're like, hey, we're not we're not, you know, it's not like they're doing experimental fentanyl. You know what I mean? Like they're not giving you the hard stuff They're like, hey, it's mushrooms. You guys know what you're getting into. You got to be, you know, 2018 or whatever to buy. Like, you know, they're doing all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. The big the, the big move, too, that they have to follow up on as well is, of course, it's, you know, great to essential to, to decriminalize it, stop, uh, you know, p- putting people in jail over drugs. But I also think that the other part of this uh, measure 110 that was great was they took all the cannabis revenue from Oregon and they're using that for like treatment and housing and, and recovery. And stuff. So it's also following up That's on like, we're not going to put you in jail. But also, yeah. if your prospects, you know, you might be in a, in, a, in a somewhat of a rough situation where it's like to try to get people back on their mm-hmm. feet is, is also this, the follow up to not putting them in jail. So I think it's the one, two that show the rest of the country a little bit of a model. Were you the one someone said a stat and I think it was Portugal that went. It was, uh, it, was it was you. OK, yeah. Murph, you know about this, how Portugal yeah. is. OK, they did criminalize. Yeah, at, at nationally and, and all they're like, you know, yeah, it was. And they took a lot of the, 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 the money from, yeah, they just basically shifted those funds from, from they the, did 50, 50 work employment for recovering addicts. So that like, you're like, Hey, you hire this crackhead and we'll cover half of his salary. So it's, Shut incentive, the fuck up. it's incentive for the employer to be like, yeah, I'll give this guy a second chance and That's we'll cover great. it for you a- out of that program. Like over 80% of those people stayed employed. It's an At 80% like, success rate. That's, That's just with the employment, the, the statistic of the people. So they were not only, they not only had safe injection sites there, they also gave you the heroin, like no charge. You just walked in, you're like, I need my shot. Give it to me. And they're like, cool. Out of the Everything's original tested. As yeah. Well. Out of the original, there was, they started with a 13 person test, uh, 12 out of 13 stopped showing up to the clinic Shut the fuck within up. less than a year because they had counseling job placement. And even with free heroin, they were like, Hey, like, I don't, need to do this anymore it was that my life was fucking chaos and trying to get off heroin and having your life be chaos is a nightmare but if you can make wow. my life better and i can get off heroin or i'll just stay on heroin forever and have a terrible life 
Dude, that's rough. I wish they would do something like that in Kenzo. Dude, bro, I was I was people go nuts about these safe injection sites in Kensington and they're like, Well, I don't want it in my neighborhood. I'm like, it is your neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're already doing gonna it. get worse. They're gonna do it indoors. Yeah. Yeah. And they're gonna make very... it clean. So, like, so not everyone's dying everywhere. And people and people take both and look, you know, however you feel about it, whatever. Like there are bad sides to every good intention. So for every right. You know, people who are like, the safe injection sites are good. And they're like, well, they're just giving out free needles. And I'm like, you can make a case for free needles while disgusting and may you find repulsive saves you so much money on ambulances, hospitals, yep, ER yep. visits. The reason Hahnemann doesn't yep. exist in Philadelphia is because they used to send all of their overdoses there. Yes. Yep. What is this place? True. What doesn't Hahnemann exist? Hospital used to be in Center City. It closed down because their ER sucked all of the money out of the hospital. And now currently, like, there are a few hospitals that have section uh second sites basically like you could go to temple hospital but if you are going for like an od they send you to episcopal campus over on lehigh because it's just for ods it's just for they have a whole floor of ods and heroin addicts because they're they suck the life out of the er department jesus christ yeah it is uh you're right uh about the about the uh um, the, the savings too it's like They've done, you know, decades of 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 uh, evidence and 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 data is in on this shit too. This it might feel like a new concept to people. It might you might philosophically have to catch some people up. The NIMBY crowd is always going to be tough, mm-hmm. but like just people in general, I think the idea of it. But but in terms of like seeing it play out in in real life, it's like yeah, it saves it actually saves money for public funding. It's like it it, it it's it, it's uh, people saying it raises crime and all this other shit. It's like none of none of that stuff is is uh, is backed up. Yeah. We've seen it there before. It's just changing hearts. It's this attitude of like, well, go down there and hit them, and maybe they'll stop doing it. And I'm like, that's not how any of this works. Just like you can't just beat more. the shit out of that's them every people, day and lock them up because you. You can either flood the hospitals or you can flood the the jails and like the policing system. Jail's more expensive. Exactly. It all ends up costing somebody money. So you're like, you have to solve the problem. And the problem is getting high is fucking dope, yo. It's so fun. Oh, it's the best. (laughs) It's the best. There's and a reason when your life it. sucks, it gets even better, yo. No, it's oh, yeah. awesome. Yep. It's awesome. And that's Boom. the bright spot of every day. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Murph, you know what? I was thinking about this the other day, too, because I've had my issues and stuff, and I don't talk about them a lot on the show, but I have had some issues. And Justin, you've been down the same road and, and mm-hmm. you know, and, or no. Okay. Maybe we weren't supposed to say that. Um, but <laughs> no. Murph, when you were, you know, when we had you like on your, that's, uh, that crack bong was me, <laughs> dude, I'll tell you. No, but that, that was the first time I tried Oxycontin that night and I well, threw up and it felt so good. Yo. Yeah, I bet. I mean, you know, but, uh, but either way, so Murph, you know, when he, when you were on the show originally, which your episodes available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast, you had talked about how we talked about this, some of the different jobs you had. And one of the different jobs that you had was that you were a driver for an escort service. And, but you were also like feeding your addiction at the time. Right. I had thought some, I've thought to myself so many times, like, cause I have a daughter, I have a wife, I have a house. I live in like I live in in Montgomeryville, which is crazy. I never, ever thought I could live here. Right. I don't know why they still let me live here. But like <laughs> I live wild in it. To me it's wild. It's not wild. Gonna find out. Yeah. Everything's I'm, in his wife's name. Dude, I honestly think every day, like when is like when they're going to find out like when, when, is the, it, when, when they, are they when taking is, yeah, this yeah. away from me? Like when is this going away? Pitchforks and the torches at the front door. When do they show up? I, well, I was talking to a neighbor who is he's on the program. 
And he, you know, I talked to him because he's got some kids and stuff. And I was like, man, like, dude, what do you, you know, like, I, I, I never thought I, we could have this. Like, when you're fucking doing all that shit and, like, in, you know, in the dumps and everything, like, I never thought a dream like this could be possible. And my biggest fear now and one of the, the things that keeps me not wanting to, you know, go down that road is the thought of losing this dream that's come true. You know what I mean? So Murph, I know that you have a child now and a wife and, you know, you're living in Portland and your show is going great and you're, you're, you know, you're doing great things. Like, do you, does that thought ever crossed your mind? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting because I, I, I feel like there's, yeah, there's, uh, there's my, my, t my feeling on it is that material conditions are such a huge part. Of course, like, you know, chemical makeup in the brain and all this other stuff, but sure. I, I feel like I have no desire to like because my big thing with heroin the thing i love most about it is it's just soul numbing like it's it's wonderful it's yes. the best uh and opioids in general you know oxy and all the synthetics it follows oh, yeah. the same thing but it's like yeah i think i think if you're looking for that then it's like yeah that, that then but i'm not in even in that place right now so i don't even feel like there's this weird thing where it'd be like if for some reason i like in some like saw saw you know one of the saw sequels of movies i just woke up and someone was like you you know shoot up some heroin now or or your you know this this uh, bomb on your child's head will explode or yeah. something I don't know those songs yeah. but if that was the thing I'd be like what about would I be worried that I would immediately all of a sudden just be like back into heroin I don't even think I would yeah because I've taken like even I had a, a, a minor surgery but I was taking some uh, some perks and it was like it wasn't this thing where it was like right back down the rabbit hole you know what I mean yeah. so I'm just in a different place now so I think yeah I think there's a big balance of like you know your chemical makeup and whatever and some people are very uh you know um very strict uh with with that kind of shit where they're like I, I don't want slippery slope I don't want to do one thing or I'll go right off the rails or whatever. But, you know, I think some of that comes from the mentality of, you know, counting every day and the, chi yeah. you know, the chips, that reward system, which is, you know, definitely works for some people, but also leads to spiraling. It leads mm -hmm. to kind of like this idea of like, well, if I, if I did one thing and I had a couple of drinks, now I'm back, like, you know, yeah. in a turkey. Yeah, start back from zero. To an yeah. yeah. It's like, I might as well go for broke here. Cause I got, you know, 12 hours left in this day. And if I'm not going to be, you know, if it's a day lost, it's like, I've heard, you know, I know people who've gone through that. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's, a, that's, that, that's, I think a very destructive potentially, but uh, yeah, I, just to answer your question. No, I don't, I don't, I don't ever really feel like my, my drug use is certainly not chaotic or like harmful. It's more exploratory. Yeah. Well, I remember too, like for me, a lot of it was like, I was just at the job I was at, I was in so much pain, like, and, uh, and like, just not mentally di didn't want to be there and i would have to do stuff just to get through the night you know what i mean like i would use yeah. it for that and then it became a crutch and you know all that kind of thing and but now it's like if you if you build your your world around you as such where you don't need these type of things right like you don't have the like you're not killing yourself at your job physically and emotionally and you're not looking to party or get with girls or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you don't need that stuff anymore. Then you don't need the the catalyst or the confidence that, you know, the false confidence or whatever that that provides to do that. And I think you're right. So you've built like a structure around yourself now where that's not even something you crave, right? Like how, how great is it playing with your kid? Is that not the best? Uh, how how old is your kid now? She's uh sixteen. Damn, bro, you're in it, man. And it, oh, yeah. it's it's Easy. the best. Yeah, the best. The it's a girl, right? You have a girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
dude the best thing honestly i remember when like you know coming up i would always say like oh when my son is this and our sons and all that dude i wouldn't fuck give me back my son you know yeah yeah but now dude honestly i wouldn't what's that from fuck sons man i would i love my son gibson yeah yeah ransom maybe yeah 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 no i'm dude i i love having a daughter it's honestly i feel like for a daughter i can love i can love it i can love my daughter more than i would be able to love my son i think i would consider having children if you could guarantee me a daughter because i will tell you right now if i have a son i'll beat the shit out of it dude (laughs) that's honestly that's all everything i was like if i had a son i would just beat the fuck out of this little thing (laughs) i don't even know what else to do i feel like i was just how i was raised i was like you gotta hit it you have to you You gotta hit it and you can't have a girl dog shit I have a girl dog. Never put a hand on her. I barely even raised my. It's she's actually made me come down from being such a psychopath that I was mm. screaming in the house all the time like a lunatic because mm. she's a, a rescue dog and she's a girl mm. and and but like even vice versa like a, even like a male dog I feel like I'm like grab it by the scruff and tell what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. There's a, there's a there's a definitely a, a pack mentality there. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want. I wanted nothing to do with sons. I was. I was uh, I was excited. Oh, uh, I was a fucking nightmare as a son. But you know what are you gonna do? But uh, okay, let's keep it moving. I want to move on to everyone's new favorite segment. It's Jadam's questions asking some questions. Jadam's questions new favorite segment. Jadam's question segment. Uh, Murph here. Justin's gonna ask you some questions. You're gonna give some answers. It's gonna be a lot of fun, and we're gonna have a little surprise at the end, right, Jamo? Yeah. All right, Jadab, take it away. From uh, James Lipton himself. Lipton. Lipton himself. <laughs> what's your favorite word? And what's your least favorite word? Whoop. Say Ooh. my least favorite. I, Poop. My Poop. favorite. Fucking word, hate it. My favorite word is um is probably uh horseshit. Nice. Love it. I'm gonna horseshit. go. I'm gonna go cunt. I fucking love cunt. Cunt is the best. Nothing beats cunt. Nothing beats cunt. Cunt carries a wave here in the States. Oh, cunt's great. Fucking love cunt. You miserable Uh, cunt. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) You know. But yeah, poop's the worst word there is. So go ahead, Murph. What's your word you hate most? Uh, Least favorite is is probably uh, like, you know, you get these like um, these, these, like these poor, these, these combination words that, that that come up. I'm trying to think of like an example. Like Benifer? Well, Benifer is, you know, I mean, Benifer, give the power couple. Mm. Um, but yeah, but you kind mean. of like, but but some that become so popular that they make their way. I don't. I'm trying to think of like, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. You know what I, I mean, hated too? I hated when people would like. I hated people quoting the movie Napoleon Dynamite. I fucking hated when people say, <laughs> like you know, yeah, yeah. My wife was Yolo. Oh, oh my wife. Yolo's like yes, things things like that. There's there's like one a year. There's so yeah. I guess it's changing every year. It's a different thing. Yeah. Where I'm kind of like selfies, yeah. one of them, right? Because wasn't it like a self photo? You called it a selfie, right? Like I don't know. Um, grind, to... grind is like people like grind culture, like the rise and grind. Got to hustle. Oh and yeah, grind. yeah. Yeah, we pledge grind. allegiance to the grind on this show. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What are you doing? Horse. This kid posted 2.32 in the morning. What the fuck are you doing at 2.32 in the morning? Motherfucker. You got to get what? up. You got to get after what? it. I, usually... I haven't even gone to bed yet. I saw your post when I woke up. And I was like, I was up. And if I had seen it when I was up, I would have called you. would be like, the fuck are you doing? You know, Sean Day does that sometimes. What are, what are you doing? <laughs> I'll wake up, you know, do a little... 
Sorry, stinker, stinker tinker oh, time, no. right? Some shit. Okay. I'll, I'll take my morning meds, have some water, brush my teeth, go downstairs, check my computer for like three fifteen. Okay. Whatever after edit, then I'll get all my gear on and I'll go for a bike ride, hit the gym, and then come back. Wait, what, what time, time are you getting up, Lavelle? I try to get up at three fifteen. What time do you go to bed? I mean, depending on the day. Like last night, I was in bed like nine thirty, nine thirty ten. You're not getting enough sleep. I'm not, but no, you know, hey yeah. man, what's that? What is that six hours? Yeah, uh, on a good that. night. On a good yeah, night, you're yeah. making it till fucking <laughs> till Carson, that. dude. Like that's like, uh, like you know, like when we record the poppin'. There's been so many times on the poppin' where I'm just, like, if you if you listen to the poppin' and you don't hear me talk for a while, I fell asleep. <laughs> there's been so many times because like we start recording at eight thirty, and I'm like, God, I want to go to bed. You know, like I'm fucking tired. You know, but like today, like I had to be in the office today. So I got up like 3.15, did all my stuff, got all my shit ready, had to pack my car with like my gear. Then I go to the gym, then I work out, then like you shower and change into your office clothes. And I'm in the office at seven. Dude, I wake up eight minutes before I have to leave the house. I mean, dude, I'll tell you. Honestly, I and I, I and I spent six of those minutes wondering what I should do with myself because <laughs> I woke up too early. Honestly, dude, I like I mean, you know, there don't get it twisted. There's some days I I fucking don't have anything in the <laughs> engine and I just sleep in, you know, like there is that time. But sleep in till like four <laughs> thirty. <laughs> no, like seven thirty, you know what I mean? But dude, like I'll I'll I have a kid be... too. Your kid fucking yeah. wakes you up, bro. Like that is true. You know, I, my, my thing has just been not sleeping because I was always wired. I worked third shift for a long time. I've always been more of a night owl. I, I, I think the idea of getting up early, it feels like you're getting a jump on the day, yeah. getting shit done before everyone else. Yeah. I always feel like that at night, though. I like to be like, oh, I'm the owl at night. Who's yeah. shit done. I used oh, to I feel that way, this. too. Yeah, I used to work third shift and I used to be like, how do you not be a drug addict on third? It's built oh, for it. It's oh, impossible. it's built. Yeah. It's maybe you get done your shift. Drug dealers just waking up. Yep. feel like I'm going to get brekkie. I'm going to grab and then I'm going to stay up all day and not go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause you don't really say that, that idea of like, Oh, you'll just switch the thing. It's like, no, the body will not allow for it. It is yeah. so tough. Not seeing the sun for months. You uh, know what I mean? Like that is tough, but yeah. Nice. Okay. Justin, keep going with your next question. Where did we leave? I think we only got through one. Have you broken any bones? Uh, I broke a, a finger and I uh, broke Which one. Uh, this one right here, Justin, right there. Oh, this, I broke this, these ones. This ring. Oh, like the ring tip of it. I, I I don't even know if it was. I guess I didn't get a diagnosis number. It, it, it like it it cracked and it's it was painful for like a, a while. The worst. The worst. Uh, and then my nose. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're gonna have uh, an actual answer for this. Have you been in the back of a cop car? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've okay. Been, yeah. 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 Finally. You're not stealing stuff anymore, though, are you? No, no. What's the last thing you stole? Or what's the biggest thing you stole, Murph? Because did you ever do, like, to steal something, pawn it, get some money, buy some Oh, God, yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, with, with my folks, you were talking before about when I had my mom on the podcast, talking through a lot of that stuff. Uh, that was kind of painful for the whole family. But, you know, my folks, they, they were, my dad worked, like, three jobs. My mom worked, uh, uh, you know, had both parents at home, which is good. But, you know, work, working class, not a lot of money, never had a computer until I was out of the house. And when I was, like, 19, they got a computer, a Dell yeah. desktop thing, pawned yeah. it, I stole 
that. Uh, my mom's uh, wedding ring was put, was stolen and pawned. Um, these are personal things because I, I were you able that. to get done... the ring back? No, no, it was, um... wasn't that? Didn't she say too that was like a grandmom's ring too? Was that like a handed yeah, down? Was, yeah, it wasn't even necessarily like anything too. It was just, but that was that was. Damn, <laughs> sorry, sorry to bring it up. Mer, no, dude, no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> uh, we we've 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 talked through it. Yeah, um, and I think yeah. a lot of this shit is like that's just what therapeutic the right? aspect of it is. It's like you don't owe anybody else anything other than the people that you love and that you care about so you know that's yeah. like really now as far as like robin like rob banks have done some armed robbery stuff towards the later stages of my uh drug use which is you know i don't give a shit about yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah back yeah in the yeah i'm not gonna call as far and be like my bad yo and they steal yeah, from yeah. you every day bro every There's day no, every 99 no for account give. maintenance no yep. fuck off just destroying dude, dude. Wait, did you yeah. go to jail for that no 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 are you uh, a minor I was yeah well so the the only time that I I was uh, that I got locked up I was uh, underage um, I was the judge do you, do you mind sharing that story because the judge fucking piece yeah, of so shit Chivarella, right? uh, yeah there's there was a thing uh, so this didn't start until after I, when I was a senior in high school I went in front of this dude it was a criminal trespass situation and then I failed the drug test I was on probation i failed uh came up with a hot piss and got locked up but then like a year after less than a year after i was in front of this dude he started this kids for cash scandal which a lot of people eventually heard about yeah 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 so shivarella and conahan were the two judges so i i I went in front of shivarella yeah and he was a hard ass then like he ran on like you know he he was you know an elected time reform right so yeah he was big on like no i was not traded for cash no 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 no, no. i no i was (laughs) i was traded for a fucking case of beer no they uh that was before he was doing that the for-profit i just got sent to the county uh uh, juvenile facility but they they were building while that was happening they were building a private uh juvenile detention center where they were the whole you know plan was in the works to be like you just got to fill these this place up you got to fill these beds so he got even more aggressive he he was always a hard ass but like there's old campaign commercials that i've dug up on him where he was just like if you're, you know, a juvenile and you break the law, you will go to jail. So he was always a hard ass. So it didn't really seem like that much of a stretch. But then he just started going, like throwing people extra, in extra. ruining extra. lives, ruining fucking lives, ruining lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Destroying. Did um, didn't, didn't he, just yeah. a couple kids go, robbing no, a bank? What? No, g- yeah. Go ahead, Murph. What were you gonna say? Well, just listening to him afterwards, too, like he just will never like him trying to rationalize this in some way where it's like this was like a little kickbacks, like this was old school direct money, like they followed the money. It was like no, you just. Someone was like, you put these kids in here and we will just funnel money into your bank. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, millions. Um, so, yeah, so that was that was my only uh, uh, experience with uh, with being locked up. But I, but I've had other uh, scrapes with the law. You uh, I mean, one of the things I loved when so you were the announcer, I guess, would be or host. You weren't the host, but you were the announcer on the Chris Gethard show. Right. Was right. that your title? And yeah, yeah. I love Kinda how like Ed McMahon on the old Tonight Show. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, Here's like, the Tonight. We got these guests, and we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Chris and like Higgin, Higgins on the Tonight Show now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Go, that's right. Go, go ahead, Justin. What are you gonna say? Chris Gethard had that special where he almost he talks about when he was gonna kill himself. Is that Chris yeah, Gethard? career suicide? Yeah, yeah. dude, yeah, I fucking love that special. Oh yeah, yeah. he's I don't know much fantastic. about him, but I randomly watched that one night, and I fucking oh dude look up the chris gethard show fantastic murph was great i love to one he would go to you a lot he oh murph fucking was was the show yeah yeah (laughs) murph dude murph was right like one of the things that gethard would kick to you i think when he was in trouble because he knew you had the one-liners 
But yeah. you would when you would introduce it, I remember the one I think this was the last ever episode where you shouted out the judge and said, Fuck you, thanks for like ruining my life on on Ted Turner's TV. That's right. You know yeah, we made I mean? it to true TV. So yeah, we were on Ted Turner's airways. Yeah, I got to say rotten hell, you filthy pig to to, to uh to show relevant. <laughs> yeah. Which is but always you, fun. But I loved how you would have like he would kick it to you, you would introduce, you would send it with a one liner, kick it to Gethard, he would do yep. some intro, they'd play the music, everyone does the sing along with the music. Dude. Yeah, dude. And it was live. It was also live. We, you know, we started on public access, made it all the way Didn't out. Did anyone start on Facebook too? Yeah, yeah. There was, uh, you know, it started very, very, very grassroots uh, kind of thing and kept building the human momentum. fish, right? Was that his name? Uh -huh. The human fish? Human fish, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of weird, a lot of weird characters. A very strange show. It's shocking that it made it as far as it did. What? Uh, they didn't know what the hell to do, but they gave us live fucking, you know, I mean, you got whatever the seven second delay and whatnot, but we were able to, you know, you get me, you know, tuned up and, and, and get a microphone and I just get to shout shit. It was like that. That was a lot of fun. But you always look dapper as hell as well. Loving wearing your suits. But plus, dude, dude, imagine this, guys. This is what happened. This is this is absolutely incredible. And this is the power of New York has over Philadelphia is that the Chris Gethard show is being filmed. If you look at the set of the Chris Gethard show, they had a door that was no one went through it because it was the Diddy door. Right. It was just called the Diddy door one day. Right. They're doing the show and it's live. Right. And their guest canceled last minute. And they tell you like, yeah, the guest canceled, whatever. We're just going to do the show, have fun. And then all of a sudden the Diddy door opens and four enormous bodyguards come in. Right. And then Chris Gethard's like, Murph, take us out of here. And Murph is like, ah, yep, we're coming back. Eh, you know, and then they come back. Anybody, yeah. yeah, he didn't. They, they come back and fucking P Diddy just showed up. Puff Daddy showed up to the show randomly and like get, like they had to move half the audience because <laughs> they were like, get the fuck away from Diddy. And then he <laughs> did the show with Chris Gethard. And it was honestly, it was like magical. Mo like, that's what you watch live TV for. It was incredible. Murph, like, do you remember? I, I know I'm not doing no, the story I justice. But no, like, dude, no, that was it. That was it. Diddy. Uh, and, and, and one thing I'll say, too, is there's people that I think are at a certain level where it's like the energy in oh. the room. I mean, I'm not a huge Diddy Dude, fan. Dude, the energy on the screen. But... I was I was watching on yeah. the screen and I was juiced. No, he's electric. He's an, he's a presence. He's a presence for sure. Uh, and that was very, and they didn't tell any of us that that was going to happen. Um, Did Gethard know? Paul Giamatti in the dumpster. Like they, they like to keep a lot of things for the, the writers and and JD director and show and, and Gethard too. But oh my they, they god, kept a lot Paul Giamatti was in the dumpster. Yeah. yeah. That was the, yeah, there was a show that the whole hour was just like guess callers call in live and be like, what's in this dumpster? And then people were guessing what was in it, like a, just, a, you know, just like a, just a traditional like old uh, dumpster you'd find out in the back of a restaurant. Uh, and, and you know, at the end, it was revealed it was Paul Giamatti sitting inside this dumpster. <laughs> Great is yeah. that? No one guessed it. People no. got close. People started guessing Nobody like guessed. people in the in the in the, uh, you know, in, in the in the uh, realm, the six degrees of separation. No one knew. Yeah. And then uh, I love to how. Um, and this gave me like this kind of was an inspiration when we were doing this show originally when we had Tom as like he was the heel and I was the face and we had the we had that program with the road to Rainbow Road which was great we got to bring something like that but on the Gethard show didn't they have who was the the ginger that was like the bad guy. Uh, vacation jason riley soliner yeah yeah, yeah. Vacation jason was the heel i mean there's a lot bar obviously gethard's a huge ww you know old school wrestling professional wrestling fan which i think those dynamics play well in a lot of uh 
you know, different spaces. So yeah, he, the, the heel vacation. Yeah. Jason was heel. And, and Gethard last show went out on his back, like a true wrestling fan would, but he lost it, it, the last show. It was like Gethard had a team and then vacation. Jason showed up with a team. And I think he said, what are the two best things? One vacation, pineapple and ham. John Ham and then John Ham came in a out sumos of- in a sumo costume. Oh, it was great. I got to do my like gorilla monsoon. I, so I was the announcer for that yeah. wrestling, yeah, which was just bedlam. It was like a pay per view kind of event, but you know, I, I uh, so I got to do my like, oh, I have the audacity of John <laughs> Ham in a goddamn sumo costume. I got to go really up, up, and oh for that. man, that's so much fun. That is so great, but dude. And you've talked about Gethard on your, like when you had him on your show was awesome, but you've talked about like the Gethard experiences. Like it's so many people, like I'll tell you, I haven't been in the realm like you have as far as like creative cap collaboration, but everyone thinks like creative collaboration is always a time. Not the case. You need people that you can gel with and that you can get along with. Like me and Tom get along, but we are like fucking cats and dogs when it comes with creative cat collaboration. Like we're just like, we just fight nonstop. You know what I mean? So, cause it's always someone wants to be in charge, you know? So, but like what you guys seemed like you had such a synergy and such a harmony and everyone got along on Gethard show. And you dude, like you were on a, a, a live TV show on a, on a cable channel, right? Like that's an incredible feat. You know what I mean? People don't realize yeah, no, like how hard it is to get to that point where you like, you had a real production crew and real money. Like that's yeah. incredible. Oh, like what, like what was that it's experience? Like? Oh yeah. Totally. Well, you know, you say about the like collaborations of, and that's also just a rare, like, you know, in every other gig I've ever had. I mean, so yeah, they're assembling, you know, the, the entertainment business is notorious for these like production clashes and power plays and every other fucking thing. But you know, you take a gig and you're like, you, you, you don't know what, who's going to be, this was from top to bottom, everyone in front of and behind the camera. It was just years, you know, it was like all, all told it was, you know, I was a part of it for seven years, but it was like a decade. It started as a stage show at, at UCB. Yeah. So it was a live, you know, stage show. So I mean that that like, you know, I think that that building is so rare to be able to mm-hmm. show up to a network. These are our people, this is the show we're doing, and away we go. So yeah. And when you say UCB, you mean Upright Citizens Brigade, which right. you and your wife were both members of. And you're were you both part of like there was the Friday crew, right? Like the perform regular performers uh, crew. My wife Diana, that was her. She was yeah, she's like the the best uh funniest I've ever seen in my life. Uh yeah, really? she was on the weekend, the house weekend team that were always you know, sold out every, every for years. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah, they were, that was a great, she's, but, I like, did, the, I did some stuff at UCB. I was, I was more uh, like, you know, I, I did my own kind of storytelling shows and things like that. Improv, straight up improv. Like I, I do. Not, yeah. You, know, you guys were the uh, uh, dependable felons. Yes, that's right. Yeah. 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 yeah I'd I go to your show. I love your shows, but uh, okay. So let's keep Justin. Do you have any more questions? Oh uh, yeah. You um, say, you can say no. It, I mean, I can say whatever I want. Yeah, you can say um, whatever you want. If you had to play a game for your soul against death, who what game would you pick? Ooh, um, wiffle ball. Wow, wow. One on one, I would I would strike death out. Mm. You got a good wiffle ball slurve. pitch. Wicked slurve, yeah, untouchable. Nice. Untucked. Love it. Very nice. Good deal. What uh, else, Justin? I just haven't brought this up in a while. I just want to be real quick. It's mostly a PSA, but also an informative kind of talk. I don't know if you know this, but like, do you know what a stoma is? Stoma? Mm-mm. Yeah. So when they put a hole in your stomach because your gastrointestinal line like won't 
process correctly. This they put a hole question. in your body and they let you leave the hospital, like either with like a G tube or a JPEG, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Basically, an outside of your intestinal tract bag, but it's a hole in your belly and like a when, colostomy. Yeah. So yeah. when you leave the hospital, especially for females, but they do it for everyone now, you have to sign a waiver that says, like, hey, like you have a new hole in your body. Don't let your partner put their penis inside of it. Don't fuck this new hole. Mm. Yeah, because like they also have the form. My of, body, like, my choice. I would you know that you know the shaking oh, baby that. form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. two dope ass forms. Of course, of the they hospital. tell women they have sure. the don't shake the shit out of your kid form, and they have the hey, don't fuck your stoma hole. That's wild. So there's your no question... question to that. <laughs> I just wanted you to know it. Would I fuck I a stoma it. hole? It was the question, would I fuck a stoma hole in a pain? Yeah, it's, right. it's just a Damn PSA. Right, I just want you? you to know that. If I mean, you're, you're talking to guys here, James. There's really nothing that we wouldn't. Dog, Is sign whatever work? paperwork you want. I'm not. You're not stopping me from putting my dick in you're lucky I won't put it in your tracheotomy hole. Yeah, how about it? Nice. All right, what else you got, Justin? Do you have any questions for me, Murph? No, but I do love your question. Uh, you know, I, one of my favorite parts of the show, you always are very thoughtful with your uh, with your questions. And I don't know job. who the guest is usually when I write the questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, you, you get, I mean, it, a lot of them elevate to uh, as well. You're, you're, a, you're a philosopher. Yeah, he's great. Uh, we are kicking it now to Jamie. We're starting a new segment. Jamie here has got a, how many questions you got, Jamie? One? Um, three. Oh, okay, cool. Take it away. All right. Who are your biggest influences? Great question. Wow. First question better, better than any question Justin's ever asked. Great job, Jamie. <laughs> The question was good. I mean, <laughs> my uh, my 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 family, my my mom on both sides, on my dad's and my mom's side, very a lot of uh, 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 strong women, a lot a lot of uh, uh, my aunts and my mom. I would say definitely, I've seen like my my family has has had horror shows both sides in a lot of ways, and it's always been the uh, handled business. So I'd say, man, that that cold country got some strong women up there, brother. That's the truth. That and maybe Hunter Thompson. <laughs> sure, sure, nice. Go ahead, James. My aunt Geraldine and Hunter Thompson. Those are. Those are <laughs> Um, what is the favorite, your favorite part of your career? I love it. Yeah. Uh, I do love doing this, uh, doing this podcast cause it's got a little bit of, uh, something to it. We talked to the, about the Gethard show at length. Uh, I would say that's, uh, gotta be one of the, me and my wife had a, a podcast for many years. Menage yeah. A Trois, yeah. Uh, Rage, we got to uh, make that into an IFC. Uh, Great series. show. Um, thanks. Yeah. Of so, course. I, I've been fortunate where it's like I, I don't uh, I never really uh, got a lot of uh, money. No, no big paydays in this in the industry, but I got to work on a lot of cool. Projects. Uh, uh, you, you say that, Murph, but imagine this, guys. Right. Murph lived in New York for 10 years and didn't have he he was able to survive on his acting and performing work. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> so like to be able yeah, to survive in New York for 10 years by just per performing and acting and 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 doing that. like you didn't like you know i remember when we had you on the show the first time you had worked at a bar and you had stopped it and for 10 years you know like and you yeah, yeah you know like that's you 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 don't pat yourself on the back enough for that man that is an incredible feat to live in, in new york for a year just performing and being able to afford it is an incredible feat, let alone 10 years, man. So you should be very proud of yourself for that. Thanks. Man. Of course. Of course. Go ahead, James. 
What is the least favorite part of your career? <laughs> well, uh, what's funny is that the flip side of that is I'd say that the probably the most profitable, the, the commercial uh, commercial work, the commercial voiceover stuff is pays really well, but it, it you know it, it nips at the soul. It's it's not the well, most. James, close yeah. your, close your Jim, close uh, your eyes, open your ears. Murph, do can you do the Verizon real quick? Yeah, let's see. right now at Verizon, we're offering unlimited talk and text. <laughs> shareable data. Ten Dude, gigantic you know? right now, only at Verizon. That's him. Yeah, I was the voice oh of Verizon. God. Voice of Verizon for a while, and it, uh, that telecom blood money. And it was a very yeah. Th those commercial gigs are very hey, un union union jobs voiceover. Yeah, that that was uh, something I did. For do, do you still no, have a SAG card, or does that expire? Yeah, no. You, well, if you don't pay your dues, no. But I, I've been yeah, I've been in SAG uh, on eight years, I guess. Yeah, I still, I'm still, I'm still in. Um, you get to I vote do. on the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Sure, sure, you get to vote. Uh, Damn. Yeah, um, yeah. The commercials contract is was was a, was a rough. Sag's an interest. Yeah, yeah. He done. He's done video games too. It's been. Yeah. He's like I just been... found. I just heard somebody sent me. There's this bat. I guess a Batman video game. Uh, they just take forever to do these. I did a, the Rockstar Games Red Dead yeah. Redemption. Or, yeah. Uh, but like these open world games, I'll do like a bunch of different voices and people are all of a sudden like, oh, yeah, I'm out here fighting some Batman Arkham. I don't know what or Batman's dead. Some some video game Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people were like, yeah, I'm in an open world. I'm fighting these freak these characters called freaks. And I was like, oh, yes, I voiced it. That was like three years ago that I did that. I did that. <laughs> I'm finally out. And people are just like, I'm just like, hey, come on, Batgirl. Let's let's, <laughs> let's wrestle or whatever. Oh, that's great. I love that. Yeah, you did that. And um, uh, you play a uh, the character I saw in red dead redemption 2 there's like a mission you can do on the live version where you play a guard at a lumber yard that's right and it's a mustachio guard i felt like they stole my fucking oh. entire so yeah with the motion cap and everything yeah. like this guy is me this is yeah old... they typecasted you for sure <laughs> yeah but nice james great questions you got any other ones or are you good um that was it Awesome. Great job. Honestly, that is better questions than Justin has ever asked. You did a great, great job. So, Wait, Justin, are you slowly being phased out here? Is that what's happening? Yeah, I guess it's not necessary, you know? I'm just not, you know, needed. I can, it's fine. I can never live without Justin, and he knows it. All right. I'll never ask a question. Whatever. I'll be on show. Yo, what's up, Murph? What are you doing? What, are you doing? <laughs> what day of the week you film your show? Every day. Every day. Any day. Yeah. Do you find it more creatively fulfilling? Like, I know you were on like group projects and stuff and you filmed like the, the baseball video you did when you tried out, like that was great. But do you find it more creatively fulfilling, like doing like your own project, like the podcast? I think because of the material is so personal, I, I prefer mm -hmm. the collaboration, but I think for this, for the self-medicated stuff, which I still definitely collaborate on Diana, my wife's an amazing designer and, and just, so she, she does all that, that, that stuff. But Didn't also she do you your, your logo too. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah, Incredible. she does. She does yeah, she's dying that. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, also you really just, outkicked your coverage there, pal. You know, oh, big time. Big, oh, <laughs> don't I? Um, yeah, that. So like, there, there's, uh, there's, there's, there, there's parts that I do like just being able to be like, fuck it, I see this thing, I want to do this. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. sure you have this with this show. You, you I'm sure you touch base with other people, being like, you know, what well, is it? Is this work? We're going to try something new, but. Sometimes yeah. you just like to be like, fuck it. I'm going to just do this. And, and yeah. there's something to that. Yeah. Especially we, when it's something that. Yeah. No, you're 100% right. We actually booked something today uh, that we're going to record in the summer. And it's and it's going to be us. It's going to be a live recording we're going to do. And we we booked it today. So we're, you know, you get you get like jazz for that. You do need that because like 
And I think, Murph, you know this, and Justin, you've probably experienced this because of how long you've been on the show, but there is times where, like, I'm always up for, like, the recording, knock on wood, like, I'm never like, oh, we got to record. Like, you know, like, I always kind of, like, you, like, I still like the recording process and everything like that, and it's still fun, but there are some times when you're like, all right, we're going to have a fucking killer show today. You know what I mean? Like, you know, going into, like, you're excited for, like, the guest or whatever the gimmick show is, you know what I mean? Like when we do a live show or something, they're always fun. Or when we have like, you know, like a major guest on or something like next, like, you know, I'm dating us, but we're going to be airing like me and Justin recorded with this Italian or Austra- sorry, Australian reality TV star. And we were so jazzed for that record. You know what I mean? It's just fun to do that kind of stuff. Or like the in-person stuff I've done with the people from the gym that we've, that we've, aired, you know, like, so it is fun. I mean, you know, like you do get that because there is some lulls and peaks and valleys and things like that. But, you know, you still you got to you get jazz when it's like a with a big thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also like uh, just, you know, chatting with people. I mean, I, you know, I enjoy ranting and raving and whatnot, but I'm like, I always prefer being able to to connect. So even with this, you know, virtually, even if it's yeah. just that. It's... Yeah. Yeah. I got excited when I found out you were the guest. Yeah. You like logged on. I was like, is he the guest? I was like, oh, sick. <laughs> Yeah, no, this oh, was the deal. Not quite the Diddy door. I, I wouldn't no. say. I only no. ever see the email. So it's like me, Matt, Jamie, which I know their emails. And then it'll be like the guest's email. But I'm like, is that a guy? Is that a girl? I have no idea. What... It, I mean, Justin, I send you a meeting invite mm. for every like recording. Industry. And it says Jamie, the what name you, Jamie, of what the you, person. How do you feel about working with these clowns? What? What is what? Is, yeah, James. Pure what you, clown. What do you oh, think me? so far? Yeah, I love it. It's so much fun. It is nice. It is nice yanking the creative string, you know. What were you gonna say, James? I said it gets me out of the house. I don't have much of a social life anymore, so yeah, yeah, I hear that. Yeah, (laughs) that honestly, that is probably. I mean, you know, there is a bunch of good things about this, but I think one of the best things is meeting new people, making new friends, but also the rekindling with old friends that you haven't seen in a while. Like, I mean, I didn't talk to Burn, you know, like Burn. I talked every once in a while and things like that, but. I get to see him all the time now on the show and same with Justin and Steve. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, like we I mean, didn't you're talk in Portland. Yeah, I know. Never, never gonna, I'm never going to meet you in person. I'm not coming to no. Portland. No, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. To I mean, you. if I ever end up there, I'll hit you up. But like, yes. I'm not yeah, coming no, there on it's, purpose. It's a, it's a long ways. Yeah. <laughs> so, OK, we are coming towards the top of time, though. Um, I do want to talk about Murph. Let's I want to talk about your show. So like I said, in the description of this episode, we're going to have links to everything Murph Meyer self-medicated and the weekly dose. We're going to have links to all the stuff, all the shows, all the socials, everything. Check it out. Great follow on all socials. And it's a great show, really. And like what you're doing for the harm reduction movement. I can't say enough. And it's really, and it's a lot of fun. And drugs are everywhere. Drugs are, everywhere. you know, like it's yes. it's a fucking blast. So, Murph, yeah, uh, what what do we got coming up for the show? Anything exciting you can share with us? Well, I'm doing, I'm 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 diving into the uh, the live uh, stream, uh, kind of just what we were just talking about before about you know engaging with people, being more. So so I'm doing a a a, a, a live broadcast on YouTube. I don't know what the Live stream, a live broadcast. I don't yeah. Know sounds, but yeah, I'm doing that uh, uh, on Thursday. So this episode might be out, but I'm going to start doing more of those. Uh, have you I mean, have you done it yet? Yeah, I did. I did a bunch of them a while back, but not this way. I had someone like uh, um, remotely like running tech and stuff. For me. I got this shit set up now where I can just do do everything myself to keep oh, it nice. keep it moving and keep the comments like from 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 viewers. So I want to be more engaged with, uh, yeah. you know, 
There's no guest. It's just me, but I'm gonna I know I know the first time I did it, I went to set up our YouTube live on our channel and it said that I have to wait twenty four hours until I can use it. So if you haven't done that yet, Murph, make sure do it after. Oh, this. yes, thank you. I know I'll be ready to go live. I'll be telling and you. And then it's it'll say you have to wait twenty dude, I'm telling you. So that's what screwed us the first time. I was so pissed. So I had to record it on Zoom and then launch it. It was for like, we do we do the watch-alongs for like wrestling shows and fights and stuff. So. Yes, the watch-along shit is very fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. It is fun, you know? And it keeps you interested and, you know, we have like, we get people on. But nice. So you're doing more live stuff and obviously more shows. Every Wednesday, more- yeah. Everyone, yeah. Uh, 443 yeah. MK Ultra. I'd say spread that number around. Write that in a bathroom stall on on, on a... <laughs> yeah mk ultra nice nice and then yeah. uh do you have any guests or anything lined up for the show um yeah well i have uh let's see who are some uh my buddy uh maddie rogers uh he, he uh grew up he's a Luzerne county dude he just won a uh won a grammy he won a grammy won a fucking grammy uh, kid's been in Nashville grinding for many grinding. I just said it myself grinding for, uh, many, uh, many years. Um, and yeah, we went to middle school together. Uh, and, uh, so he came on the show. So he won a, a be- best country song. What? Uh, yes. He literally, I mean, as, as a writer, he's a songwriter. He wrote this the oh, song. Nice. For, now I'm blanking on the fucking country artist's name, but yeah, he won, uh, he, he won a Grammy for his, what, his and his, what's his name? Uh, Matt Rogers is his nice. Uh, so he's, so he came on, Roy? Uh, no, no, not a Roy relation. I don't think. <laughs> sorry i'm just joking okay so uh, yeah yeah so is so he a he, comedian uh, no no he's he's just he's a songwriter singer songwriter so he so okay. he uh he work he's writes he's staff now on for sony uh but he writes you know songs and they pitch him to like different country artists and whatever and so he's been in nashville nashville's like the, you know that's the spot that's the like new york or yeah down in nashville so he's uh but he yeah he's been at it for a long time but he just won a fucking one oh dude Na- nashville is like it's the it's the huge come up it's so yeah. big dude it's- this is some of the listen to this these are some of the songs written by matt rogers the long way by brett elridge Till You Can't by Cody Johnson. Freedom Was a Highway by Jimmy Allen and Brad Paisley. We Went by Randy Hauser. Treasure by Cody Johnson. Hell on a Highway by Justin Moore. Young Man by Rodney Atkins. Right? Like, this guy's put out hit after yeah. hit after hit. Like I'm not, at- you know, I'm not a country music's not not my jam, but for people who know, I, I understand that, that's a, that that was just a... You know, a, a lot of popular artists. Yeah, yeah. No, until he, I, until you can't, I think is the one that I think you just want to Grammy. Dude, that's great, man. I'd love to see a, a local Cole County guy having some success, no, man. Yeah, no, we 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 cut it up. We watched a bunch of old like Spuds McKenzie commercials and fucking made fun of him and stuff. So we had a fun episode. So that'll be uh, that'll be coming. Up. Nice. And like you said, every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, yep. On all podcasts, wherever you get podcasts on YouTube, the YouTube channel is uh, is uh, at uh, Self Medicated, um, and I'm putting all the uh, the full episodes and like video clips and shit up there. My my James Lipton, nice, love it. No, I loved catching your clips, catching the show, man. I'm so I love the show, I love everything you do, brother. Uh, you too, brother. Hey, right back at you, man. We are coming towards the top of time though. 
Uh, Murph, this, you know, me, Jamie, and Justin, we're usually on the same page with this, but we would absolutely love to have you back on the show again if you'd be willing to come back. Absolutely. Yes. Love it. I love all the time we have on the show. Uh, but we are coming to the top of time, uh, Murph. Like I said, uh, anything you want to say to the Murph maniacs before we get out of here? No, just, uh, you know, if the hospital tells you not to fuck a hole, you tell them it's your hole. It's your own business. <laughs> If you get a you new got... hole, you can do whatever you want with it. We're pro yeah. hole, pro yep. hole. Your body, your hole is your choice. Your body, your hole, your choice. We're pro choice, pro hole choice. That's right. Love it. Nice. Uh, James, coming to what do you got before we get out of here? Um, I'm definitely going to check out the podcast, The Weekly Dose. Yep. Do it. Thanks, buddy. You're going to love it. Nice. Uh, Jalen Dove. Anything you want to say to all the whole fuckers out there? They make you sign that form because they don't want you to have a good time. The government's mm. not your friend. Mm-mm. Put Mm-mm. your dick in that stoma hole. Amen. Well, You're going to be like, don't do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Listen yep. to Murph's show. Put your dick in stoma holes. Yeah. You're going to have a good time. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of putting your dick in stoma holes, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, coming today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the amazing Jamie Iglesias, and our guest today is the incredible, the amazing, the madman that is Murph Meyer. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content on podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can also on Instagram at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk. At Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives.gmail.com and please like and subscribe so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book? but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, T is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.